Section eight of A Day at a Time by Archibald Alexander. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Marianne. Section eight. The Real Martha. But few things are needful, or one. Luke chapter ten, verse forty two. Revised version, margin. When Jesus said, upon one occasion, that he had not where to lay his head, he was speaking the bitter and literal truth. He had really no home of his own, but was everywhere a wanderer, dependent on others for shelter and food, and though the New Testament draws a veil over all the hardships which that entailed, even in the hospitable East, imagination can picture something, at least, of what the homelessness of Jesus must have meant. But he had close and warm friends who made it up to him as far as friends could, and of these were the two sisters, Martha and Mary, who with their brother Lazarus had a house in Bethany. This place was his haven and shelter, for Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. The sisters were unlike in disposition. Mary, we can imagine, was dreamy, meditative, perhaps a little delicate and fragile and gifted with a quick and loving sympathy. Martha was robust, practical, energetic. Her way of showing the master that she considered it an honor to have him for a guest was to give him the very best that her housewifery skill could suggest. No trouble was too much for her. And it is very possible that one of the charms which this home had for Jesus, one of the qualities which made it a real place of rest, was its well-ordered arrangements, the quiet, efficient, capable way in which things were done. And whose was the credit for that? Martha's. What would that household have been like without Martha? And what would any home that is fortunate enough to have a Martha in it be like without her? The truth is our debt to the Marthas is one which we have never fully acknowledged. You would imagine, hearing the way in which her name is sometimes used, that it has an apologetic character, as if the making of a home comfortable and homelike were a gift to be lightly esteemed in comparison, for example, with the ability to write verse. It is foolish to play Mary off against her sister in this way. Martha did what she could do best, and showed her love for Christ in that fashion. And you may be quite sure that he understood. Mary served him in her way by giving him what he needed more at times than food, a heart to listen to his message, and a sympathy which made the telling of it meet and drink to him. Each sister was the complement of the other. But we wrong Martha, of course, in thinking of her as always in the kitchen. Certainly when there was a meal to be prepared, you would find her there, and well that was for the household and the servants. But nobody is always eating or thinking about eating, and often of an evening, doubtless, when the labors of the day were over, Martha would join her sister at the feet of the master whom she loved as much as Mary did. The incident which has given rise to the popular misconception of Martha's character occurred during a visit which Jesus paid in the days before Lazarus fell sick. Something went wrong in Martha's department that day. Perhaps it was a mistake of a servant that irritated the usually self-controlled Martha, or maybe some oversight of her own. At any rate, it set up a condition of worry which straightway began to add to itself, as its habit is, seven other devils. 
and as martha went out and in the dining-chamber getting things ready the sight of mary sitting there at the master's feet doing nothing struck her perhaps for the first time as rather out of place things began to go further wrong just when martha wanted to do special honor to jesus the ordinarily smooth-running wheels of that home began to creak and grind each time she entered the room where christ and mary were martha's steps grew brisker and more emphatic and then the last straw was laid on and the outburst came martha asked jesus if he really did not care that mary was leaving her to do everything bid her come and help me she said of course jesus knew that it was for his sake that martha was giving herself all this trouble he saw even as we can see that this kind-hearted worried woman was speaking crossly as the very best will do at times because she was tired and a bit overdriven and with a perfect and gentle chivalry and tact he made his reply as the authorized version puts it it jars on one somehow but king james's translators have misread their text what jesus said was martha martha you are unduly anxious and troubled only a few things are necessary or even one mary has chosen a good part and i cannot allow you to take it from her martha remember was making a feast worthy of the master and jesus looking upon the various dishes being got ready said in effect i do not really need so many as that one would do quite well and i must not let you think that mary is doing nothing she too is ministering to me by her sympathy and her willing ear and you must not take away the good part she has chosen jesus was not speaking about the personal salvation of either mary or her sister he was only dealing gently with a good and true friend of his who had not served him as she had wished to do when he spoke of what was needful he meant needful for himself the guest whom both the sisters were seeking to honour he made no comparison between martha's service and mary's he did not say as we have read it so often that mary had chosen the better part he said in her defence that mary's was also a good part he is not blaming martha but only expostulating with her in the gentlest fashion and defending mary from the charge which martha in her heat had made against her the charge of being useless and doing nothing to help entertain the master jesus said she is helping to entertain me in her own way and he added it is a good way when jesus having said that only a few things were necessary dropped his voice as we may imagine and added or indeed one he may have meant more than he seemed to say for there was one thing that was more than meat to our lord and that was to find a soul with a heart and sympathy open to his message and it may be that he felt as he said the words that mary's ministry met a need of his deeper than that for which martha was catering at any rate the oldest and best versions of this gospel give christ's words as we have rendered them and they stand here not to be used as a peg on which to hang doctrines but rather as a proof of the gentle courtesy of our lord of his insight into character and motive and of his gracious recognition of the worth of any and every kind of service that has love at its heart martha went back to her kitchen and mary remained where she was mary was not asked to go and help martha would have protested if she had come martha was not called upon to go and sit beside mary 
each continued the service for which she was best fitted but each i think had learned something that day and you and i must not leave this page of our new testament till we have learned it too that we serve best when we do gladly that for which we are best qualified that it belongs to our christian service to recognize in all loyalty that though others find different ways of expressing it theirs is a good part and that we must never either belittle it or seek to take it from them prayer o lord our god who by many diverse ways dost bring us near to thee and in differing modes and stations dost appoint our service help us gladly and gratefully to do the things we can do neither envying those whose opportunities are greater nor forbidding those who follow not us for thy name's sake amen end of section 8